Good afternoon, dear students. Today is a wonderful Tuesday God made for us to enjoy, and it's April 6, 2021. And today we will be talking about speech delivery. This is your second lesson in public speaking for the third grading. And before we start, may I just remind you to please grab a pen and open your learning activity sheets on page 1. Reminding everybody that our learning competency is this. You as students should be able to use the principles of effective speech delivery focusing on articulation, modulation, stage presence, facial expressions, gestures and movements, and rapport with your audience. How do you make an audience listen to you? That is the question that we are going to answer this afternoon. So I hope that everybody's ready with their pen and their learning activity sheets. We are going to start in a few seconds in 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Alright, so as I've said a while back, we will be talking about speech delivery. As you can see on your learning activity sheet, it says there aside from being able to write a good content for your speech, you should also be able to deliver your speech in a nice manner. It's also equally important that you should be able to deliver your own speech in an interesting manner. And that is the challenge that I posed for you this afternoon. How do you make an audience listen to you? So I hope you're still listening on this podcast this afternoon. We will be talking about the definition of speech delivery. When you say speech delivery, this deals about how you speak to an audience in a way that you interest your listeners or even your viewers. According to Stephen Lucas, he said that good delivery conveys the speaker's ideas clearly, interestingly, and without distracting the audience. So let's try to dissect that sentence for a bit. It says here that you should be able to speak ideas clearly. That is why I have taught you how to write your own speech so that you will be able to organize the ideas that you want to share with your audience. Aside from that, I also taught you lessons on critical and consonant sounds and critical vowel sounds because I wanted you guys to be able to pronounce words clearly for your audience. That's for you to avoid being misunderstood, especially if you, if you mispronounce words or other phrases in the English language. And another one, another characteristics of good delivery, as stated by Stephen Lucas, is you should be able to speak before an audience interestingly. How do you do that? That is where your lessons in prosodic features of speech comes into the picture. So I have taught you how to do stress, intonation, pitch, and juncture. That is for you to have a varied way of expressing something to your audience. Because if you're going to deliver in a monotonous way, then you have the tendency of boring your audience. And you don't want that to happen when you speak in front of an audience. And the last characteristic that has been portrayed by Lucas here is you should be able to not distract your audience. How do you do that? If we're going to do a face-to-face -face delivery of your speech, 
you should not be using things or apparels or clothings that would distract the audience or even with your mannerisms. However, since most of your activities for public speaking will be dealt online, we will be separating another lesson as regards giving you tips on how not to distract your audience. Now let's continue. Most audience prefer delivery that combines a certain degree of formality with the best attributes of good conversation. So what are these characteristics of good conversation? Number one on the list is directness. Number two, spontaneity. Three, animation. Four, vocal and facial expressiveness. And the last one is lively sense of communication. So these are the big five, according to Stephen Lucas, that you need to consider when you speak for your audience. Number one, your message should be direct. You should not be going around the bush, wasting the time of your audience. You should be speaking what you want to speak so as not to waste time and not to waste the time of your audience. Another one is spontaneity. Now we are going to deal with those terms in the following a lesson which is all about criteria for speech delivery. So let's define them one by one and then I want you kids to be able to apply these principles when you are going to deliver your speech online on the next activities of our class. So there are eight criteria I have included in your learning activity sheet. Number one is articulation. So what is articulation? It says here, it's your ability to pronounce words and speak with clear diction that effectively transmits the message of the speaker. So under articulation, it deals with good pronunciation. So my advice is that if you're going to speak something, you should be able to research what is the proper pronunciation of a certain word that you are not familiar with because that is under articulation. Now, another criteria that you have to consider when it comes to speech delivery is spontaneity. Now, spontaneity is the quality of being able to deliver something in a natural way. How do you achieve spontaneity? How do you speak naturally before your audience? The answer there, dear friends, is for you to be able to rehearse and practice your speech in a way that you are talking to them in an informal manner. Because it says there, it should be a good communication between the speaker and the audience. And you achieve that if you really are well prepared with what you are going to say to your audience. And the third characteristics of a speech delivery, of a good speech delivery, is your modulation. So what is modulation? This is your capability to adjust or manipulate the resonance and timbre of the local tone. So this sounds very technical but it only means to say that you should be able to vary your vocal tone from time to time. As I have said a while back, why do we need modulation? Because you need to vary your pitch your intonation in a way that you don't bore your listeners or your viewers. That is under modulation. And the fourth characteristics of a speech delivery, of a good speech delivery, is your vocal expression. This is actually related with number three. 
Vocal expression, therefore, is the ability to vary one's tone and pitch to emphasize important points and to avoid a monotone tendency that bores an audience. Now, what's the difference between modulation and vocal expression? In modulation, it's your ability to adjust or manipulate your tone. However, when you say vocal expression, it's your ability to vary your tone and pitch. Now, both of them has the same goal, for you not to achieve a monotone tendency when you speak before an audience. So, you cannot proceed to vocal expression or you cannot practice vocal expression if you do not do modulation. So, modulation and vocal expression go hand in hand. The fifth characteristic of a good speech delivery is stage presence. This is your ability to own the stage, to speak with a reasonable amount of confidence. And it says there, the speaker is able to fill the space and project his or her personality to the audience. So that is stage presence. Now, I know that most students are very unconfident with who they are or with their skills in public speaking, but that is why we have practice and you are being taught on how to do this and that as regards public speaking because you really, really want to prepare for a good stage presence. If you have a good stage presence, the good consequence there is a lot of audience will be interested to listen to you. If you're going to compare a confident speaker versus an insecure one, most people will just listen to somebody who is more confident with whatever he or she has to say. Now, let's move on to the sixth criteria for speech delivery. Number six is animation and liveliness. Now, what do these two words mean? It's your ability to be of full life and energy, meaning you should be energetic when you talk to your audience. And lastly, we have number seven and number eight. Number seven is facial expressions, gestures, and movements. So these are your nonverbal communication. The, you use them. You use your hands, your facial expressions, and your movements to add more to what you have to say. So for instance, if you're trying to emphasize a word, you might actually do the pointing of your finger or the movement of your hand in order for you to emphasize an important idea in your speech. Okay, what are you trying to avoid when you do facial expressions, gestures, and movement? You're avoiding the judging that the speaker is boring and that you have a flat delivery or an emotional voice. And the last one is audience rapport. Audience rapport is your ability to connect with your audience in a deeper level. How do you do audience rapport? How do you connect with your audience? There are two ways you should have a good hook. And the second one is you should sustain eye contact to your audience. You cannot do eye contact, however, if you don't have a good sense of stage presence. So that what I'm trying to say here, dear students, is that when you deliver a speech, all of these eight criteria should be emanated by you, should be practiced by you, because all of them are interconnected with one another.
So let's have a review. Speech delivery is your ability to speak to your audience in an interesting manner. And what are the criteria for you to be a good speaker? Number one is articulation. Two, spontaneity. Third, modulation. Fourth, vocal expression. The fifth one, stage presence. Sixth, animation and liveliness. Seven, facial expression, gestures and movement. And eight, audience rapport. So those are the things that we have to remember when you deliver your speech. We will continue with the tips on how to have a good delivery on our next podcast. Now, this is your teacher, Jansen, who would also always constantly remind you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Thank you very much and please proceed to the second podcast.